Hello everybody and welcome back to Beyond the Roll. This is your only D&D after show where the D&D stands for DeVito and Denny's. My name is Jesse and I am joined here by, of course, Jimmy Gledhill. Yo, present. <laughs> Joe Pinkham. So, And big Zach Ledford. <laughs> what the hell was that? I told you there was going to be blowing of the nose. Right when I get introduced? He can cut it out. And speaking of blowing, Zach Ledford. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, as you can see, this is already starting off chaotic. So let's keep that energy going because I want to give two little quick uh, heads up here. A, our boy Jim... Mr. Silas Leodore, he's a little bit under the weather. So if you hear any like sniffles or coughs or anything like that, that's Jim. I'm still here for you guys. Still doing the recording. Not for you guys, for our fans. I mean, I don't care about you guys. Nah, I don't blame you. Nobody does. And secondly, um, as you know, despite us being the professionals that we are, we are still getting you know, used to this whole podcasting thing. We had a little bit of technical difficulties. We lost the original chapter three, part one and part two beyond the roll. And that was about a month and a half ago. So we've re-listened to the audio. We've re-listened to the episodes. Um, But we decided to re-record this for you guys because we uh, hope that you're, I don't know. We're bulk recording all this. Who knows? Maybe you hated the first two and you don't even want to listen to this one. But we're going to record it anyways and hope that you guys like it. So, without further ado, let's talk about Chapter 3, guys. What did you think about the episode? Was good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, we'll see you guys next week when we talk. (laughs) It was excellent. Yeah. It was definitely, I re-listened to it last night um, just to have a refresher of it. And it was interesting uh, starting right in the thick of it being in battle. Into the thick of it? Uh, no. <laughs> no. I, I actually liked doing the listen back because when we had first recorded this, we recorded chapter three, part one and part two back to back. And mm-hmm. I really liked chapter three, part two. So, like, chapter three, part one, I was a little bit down on, and that one took me a lot longer to edit, so there was a good, like, two-week period where I was really unhappy with how part one came out. So, actually having this break of, like, almost a month at this point, since I haven't listened to it and then re-listening to it, it actually was pretty fun. Like, I did enjoy the bugbear fight. I forgot about how sex-crazed they were and all of uh, (laughs) them. Yep. All of Lorkin's little one-liners with them. They ended up 69ing at the end. Mm-hmm. You you wouldn't be the uh, peanut butter in their peanut butter. butter sandwich yeah. or whatever. You know, I yeah. did find a, a discrepancy on what happened. Uh-oh. Wait, did Zach actually listen to it? I did. He did, I did. Today. Wow. So, wow. so been, Mama Bugbear. It's first about time listening to it. <laughs> yeah, it's been a when, month and a half, and Zach actually listened to one of yeah, the parts. Yeah, finally listened to one. So, uh, <laughs> so when Mama Bugbear got killed, she got burnt into a pile of hair, and then later you said, like she, the the Papa Bugbear fell on 
her into that wow. position. You know wow. what I'm saying? You I'm not I'm listening saying? to this podcast anymore. It's yeah, so unprofessional yeah. by the DM. It sounded better in my head. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I got you, Zach. You're 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 good. Yeah, we're done. Oh, yeah, dude. It, I just think we should probably cancel or re-edit the whole episode. Let's just start All right, over. Guys. Start yeah. from chapter zero. All right, let's just start it right now. Um, so we're gonna start in the oh question eastern Can I part. My character? Of- I'd, oh sure, I'd like, to, I'd like to be uh, Lorkin Brightstrike. Excellent. Well, I'd like to be Silas Leodore. And I guess I'm still playing Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> wolf Donfire. <laughs> oh snap! And I'm gonna play Hard One Surefoot, Bastard <laughs> of the Mountain. Nice. Um. So I know we're skipping ahead a little bit in part one, but re-listening to it for some reason, because it didn't like strike me as funny the first time around for some reason. But one of the things that was absolutely killing me was how upset Zach was, or Lurkin, I guess, that he had so many arrows shot into his face. <laughs> yeah. It was like a running gag for like an hour. Well, Wolf and uh, Silas went and checked out the cave, and Lorcan was just like stuck. His feet stuck to the wagon <laughs> with arrows for like a good fifteen minutes. I like when um when Wolf asked how I was doing right after I went into <laughs> how my feet were. Yeah. I like that too because then Joe got really put out, and he's like, "All right, out of character. What's your health at?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had to make sure, uh, you know. <laughs> it was just so funny because you could like tell. It's the exasperation that's in my voice when you ask me what kind of soil it is on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make you think in your feet a little bit. Um, but no, I thought one of the things that I found really interesting, and I don't know if you guys remember or not, but I remember after we recorded part one and part two, we talked about how kind of wolf and silas heavy it was because like wolf and silas kind of bonded a little bit more as like the two drivers and you guys were the ones that like went and investigated the caves and stuff like that and lorkin Mm -hmm. kind of stayed behind in a lot of the episode but a lot of the like notes that i wrote down were specifically silas or um lorkin Uh one-liners because there's like the arrows in the feet i really was like (laughs) i was laughing pretty hard when um and I guess we should actually talk about this when you brought the owl bear back to the carriage and <laughs> Zach's like, I would like to uh, sniff the Smell air, it. see if it smells good. <laughs> yeah. I just like yep. side eye him after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I love that part. But I guess that's a good transition, Jim. Um, you've always wanted yourself a little pet and you finally have one. I know. I'm so excited. And I mean, I guess we'll have to find out if uh, she gets a name, won't we? I mean, she does. Again, we recorded this a month and a half. I know. Later. I just didn't. I didn't want to say, you know, when it's yeah. coming up. You know, yeah, and I can. Alert. I can hear your keys tapping now. I ain't telling you. You're gonna have to listen to the next episode if you yeah. want to hear what this owl bear is named. No, yeah, I, I can't mean, wait to it's... re-listen and find out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is just, fun. Just it is kidding. fun to to have a, a little, you know, I don't want to say familiar, but you know, like mm-hmm. a little pet thing. But 
it's also stressful because I know it's this little baby owl bear, <laughs> and it's like now I feel like I have to keep this thing safe. You're not inferring that I would hurt an innocent little owl bear, are you? No, but I would! (laughs) (laughs) Uh. That's kind of what I was actually getting ready to say, Jim, is that we know how Jesse is, at least out of of D&D, and I don't Uh think think that he would, like, purposefully try to harm it. Like, I'm sure, like, in the battles, like, he wouldn't necessarily, like, railroad away from it, but... I could see it going one of two ways, you know, if it's one of those things where, um, you know, I bring out the owlbear just for like flavor, not flavor, but just like, just talking to her every once in a while and interacting. But if I'm like using her to help me in a specific way, then I could definitely see him getting her in some harm somehow. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, Jesse outside of D and D would love the owl bear and just like coddle it and be its best friend and hug it until it loved me. Mm -hmm. But um, Jesse, the DM sees anything that you love and will kill it. If it breaks your heart, any good DM (laughs) would any good DM would. (laughs) Uh, But no, like you guys defeated the bug bears, even though it was a little dicey for a few minutes, (laughs) there was a, I couldn't believe we um, we used Z- uh, Lorcan and Silas both used all of their spell slots in the first battle. I just well, really I liked. Go, Go ahead. ahead. <clears throat> I did use magic missile right off the bat. Yeah, it's your go-to. <laughs> <laughs> I um, yeah, like you guys spent a good portion of the beginning of the episode just shitting on them because i could not hit to save my life with mom and papa and then the babies were just decimating lorkin hitting and critting hitting and critting no they got their revenge that's for sure Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it was a little dicey you guys took them down um and then did you guys like the like loot encounter that i had built in there I always love a good loot table. I'm not sure. I was on. I was in the <laughs> carriage. That's true. <clears throat> mm-hmm. No, I, I always like, love a good loot table. I'm a nerd for it. So I actually had that written down too. I'm a big, a big old fan of loot tables. Apparently, never had one till 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 now. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I do like it. I do like it a lot. I also like Excellent. the fact. I also like the fact that you had enemies that were like taking our stuff because that gives like a a personal flavor to it and we can't just like be careless because i would have lost 50 gold which is Mm -hmm. a decent amount that's Uh, a healing potion yeah yeah i mean (laughs) i like that the enemies had to make us think a little bit yeah i liked how um i didn't remember how cautious you guys were because you almost skipped over the entire cave I remember I had Joe make an insight check because I felt bad that you guys were like afraid of the cave because there was like a noise coming from it. And I was like, well, I don't want them to like completely miss this unless it's like, you know, their decision to not go into it. Mm -hmm. But like that would have been a pretty big bummer if you just walked past it. Jim wouldn't have his cute little owl bear. And Joe Joe got some pretty sweet stuff. I forgot that he got that. um, Yeah. 
scroll too because i remembered the ring and the gold but yep yes so my i had a question about that re-listening to that um are you because he got that ring are you giving us just like common items that we go back to town to sell or like if we get something like that do we assume that it might have something to do with something later like how should we go about that does Um, that question make sense i like doing things oh go ahead joe Oh, I was just going to say, well, you might answer it better than I can, but I was just going to say that I did, I did examine that particular one. So like I could give an answer to that particular item, but I, that is a good question about just like about items on the whole. Yeah. So, I mean, I just didn't know, like, cause he examined it and you said it was, you know, it was a fancy ring, but nothing, you know, like magical or anything. So like mm-hmm. when we go to, town, I get what you does I get he what you mean. Like, though. oh, uh, I want to sell. See if I can sell this. You know, me my three rings and this pack of cigarettes that I found on the ground. You know, <laughs> I was gonna say I get what Jimmy's saying though. I think he's more saying even though we know it's not magical, like it could be you know Torbera's lost ring that like. Yeah. Oh really? You know. <laughs> 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 but, like. I think he's more asking, like, is every single thing that you find pertinent to the story, even if it's not necessarily magical? And the answer to that is not necessarily. Um, I'm a big fan of giving you guys stuff to see what you'll do with it. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's always a chance that it could have something to do with the story. There's a chance that it could just be something you sell. There's a chance you could use it to, like, barter with people. There's a chance that I'm originally giving you it just as, like, a monetary value. And two sessions from now, if you still have it in your inventory, I'm like, oh, fuck, maybe I should come up with something cool for that ring. Like, Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. Just, like I said, wanted to have an idea of how I should play it, you know? Yeah, no, I'm a big fan of, like, keeping things vague and up to you guys. Like, I love having stuff that does tie to the story, but I also love having stuff that, like, you just have to be creative with and, like, you decide what it is that you're going to do with it. I think it also makes, like, you know, if we were playing just a home game, you know, and, you know, as opposed to, like, a collaborative storytelling podcast, you know, like... That's what that's mostly why I wanted to to know. Yeah, for sure. I do want to walk the fine line because I know that like a lot of people do turn tune into these for like the storytelling and the like comedy aspect and stuff like that. But I do still want to keep general fundamentals of D and D. That's why I'm doing the like random encounters here and there. And I want to I want to try to get the best of both worlds because at the end of the day, like what. I originally fell in love with D&D for was the fun little like rules to it almost not mm-hmm. specifically the fact that you have to follow all the rules to play the game but I like that there is a improv structure yeah. around a pre-built system you know mm-hmm. so a, it's a fun thing to think about what, what made you fall in love with D&D <laughs> Well, we're going to have to find out later because that's half of the behind the rollers. <laughs> um, what else happened in the first part? The first part, you guys did that. So there was one thing I did that I uh, I, I really don't want to toot my own horn, but it's the first time I've ever done something cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Ever>? <laughs> <Your> uh, whole life. <laughs> uh, yes. 
but like <laughs> Excellent. at least that I can remember anyway. But uh, when Wolf shot the arrow at the bugbears and got them both, I thought that was kind of yeah. awesome because I, I thought uh, it was, I was hilarious because you debated so long about even going after them, and I'm looking at their hit points, and I'm like, they're done for if anybody attacks <laughs> them, <laughs> like. Because, like, I was thinking about I would about have made it. the case to attack them. Yeah, yeah. I would have agreed with that. Like, I was thinking about it back and forth, and I was like, well, they could be harmless, or they could just grow up with a a, a seething rage for all humans and just indiscriminately murder everything. So I was like, it's probably better to take them out. So I did that, and then I got them both. No. And I was like, I'm never going to do that ever again. Like, that's it. Like, that's my <laughs> that's my cool moment. No, they hurt Lorcan's toes. He wasn't letting that slide. It's funny you say that mm. because I literally have a sentence that says Lorcan with big, like with arrows in his big toes. <laughs> I like that you guys bullied me into describing what the arrow sounded like and then got mad because it was gross. Oh yeah, <laughs> pulling it out of a grapefruit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I wrote that I also, down Oh, my favorite part. We're Ooh. never happy. <laughs> the the bugbear being in a full like Armani suit or whatever. Just like... <laughs> With the off-brand tie. Yeah. 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 I don't even remember why. All I remember is that like I started rolling with that as part of like a joke. And then both you and Joe started talking about his drip and it made me want to kill myself and quit (laughs) the podcast. Uh, Can't mess with the drip. (laughs) Yeah. I think I said something like, your drip is amazing, sir. I like how he oh, went shit. for the suit after he died. And yep. Yes, he was like, "Nope, he's it's burnt, it's burnt." <laughs> well, I knew Jimmy would do it as a joke because we always like joke about how because Jimmy and I are both collectors in like home games of D anD D. So if yeah. if you're like, "Oh, there's this guy with like a mustache and he like pulls his sword on you and then we kill him," it's like. Can we take that mustache? Because that'll come in handy somewhere down the line. If I need to disguise myself, I can get yeah. advantage. Is it blonde or more like brunette? <laughs> uh, this is uh, not anything to do with the podcast, but I remember the uh, first time I DM'd when uh, Jimmy kept asking about Harry Potter books. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then whole... you started putting them in as like collectibles. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> character's mission to collect the whole series first edition <laughs> i thought it was really funny the first time jimmy dm'd and he said a town name that was close to a town in maine so then we <laughs> yes. made his entire yes, campaign, entire campaign set in maine <laughs> <laughs> yeah just changed it completely from there uh, yeah i think you called town. it like i think you had like an east something and we were like eastport yeah. and eventually yeah. you were just like yeah fine it's eastport guys <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. oh man so what else we, happened you guys well, you guys conquered the bugbears f- yeah and then i know something i want to talk about um i don't know yeah, shoot. which which i mean this episode should definitely be called like perception checks and survival <laughs> checks whatever but... fuck you guys <laughs> uh, you're just shitting on my perception checks uh, i like i think it should be called toe arrows we have to talk about Lorcan getting in the quicksand, the puddle. Um, yes. Oh, I think that's yep. technically in part two, but right. that was one of my favorite parts. Yes. Yes. Well, I wait, just we're... love 
how and again maybe it's because i'm the dm and i know what's happening but i love how much like i described how weird the ground was and then zach's decision was to (laughs) jump in it not so, like poke it, not so put a foot options. in it. Yeah, take a javelin and stick it. Like yeah. anything, anything. No, I take off all my I clothes and I jump in. Yeah, you, got, you went down to your skivvies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no! And, that, and then the best part is Jesse's just talking about how deep it is, and you're like, "Yeah, I think you're like three foot deep or whatever." Exactly. <laughs> like my character's only three foot seven. <laughs> yeah. Well, I rolled. Uh, that's actually a D and D mechanic. Is you roll like a D4 or whatever. And I was originally going to make it a little bit less because I knew he was short, but I couldn't, I wasn't uh-huh. like super thinking about it. But then uh-huh. he said he jumped in and I'm like, no, I'm just going to roll the D4. Yeah. And whatever happens, happens. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if you had rolled the four? And he four, was just I'm just, I'm submerged. <laughs> I like how, um, how sensitive Wolf was to it because he wanted to pull Lorcan yes. out, but he's like, it's only his head. Why do I wrap a rope around? <laughs> I'm glad you bring that up because two of the things I wrote down were, and I quote, choke me, baby, choke me, and gonna hang me too, which are both beautiful one-liners for Lorcan. <laughs> I forgot about the gonna hang me too. That was dark. <laughs> Uh, I live for the Lorcan one-liners. Yep, <laughs> I offered him the uh, the suit from the from the um, cave, and then took it back because uh, the owlbear got sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah uh, let me wash it on covered in quicksand. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite things to do as a DM is when I see that you guys have decided that you're gonna um, kill an enemy or fight them. I'll just blatantly make them worse than they were originally because you guys like do have a little bit of a conscience when it comes to that stuff. So uh-huh. one of my favorite things is just like when you guys are like debating on killing the bugbears and then eventually you're like, yeah, we're going to fight them. And I'm like, yeah, like they don't vote in elections and they hate McDonald's. That's the only way I can make them villains. <laughs> yeah. I was one- yeah, I was wondering that last night. You're like, yeah, we don't feed our kids McDonald's. And I was like, that is so random. <laughs> well, I had to get Zach pissed off at him. Yeah, dude, those kids will never survive depression without yeah. it. Exactly. I was laughing. I was laughing so hard at that because, for those listening, again, we try to keep inside jokes out of this. But uh, me and Zach love us some depression McDonald's when we're not feeling so Zach's, hot about ourselves. Zach's literal, uh, like, nutritional plan for a day is mcdonald's and red bull like that's all he eats i was gonna say i would genuinely love to know how many double cheeseburgers and red bulls zach consumes in a year because like like, he he does go on kicks where he'll like switch it up but that's the didn't we do the the math when we worked together zach on how many red how much money you're spending on red bulls yeah, it was astronomical, so I quit for a week and then started right back up. <laughs> you find like two a day, and then but I think we averaged it to like two and a half or something because sometimes you buy a third one. So yeah, I'm back to just two a day. So oh, good, yeah. So so we're good. Just two at, at five thirty-five a pop, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So five five dollars thirty-five cents times three sixty-five. That's a little under two grand a year. Not yeah. a big deal, right? And then, <laughs> so you know, your, your McDonald's lunch every day for... All right, we don't talk about this. This is getting depressing. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Inside <laughs> jokes, yeah. One of my favorite things is when um, 
I decide that I'm sad, so I'm going to get McDonald's. And then I tell Zach about it and talk him into leaving his house and buying McDonald's for himself, but not telling anybody because he doesn't want to also buy McDonald's for his kids. You know, you guys are the worst it's expensive. people to try to diet around. Like, it's funny <laughs> because I tried, to, I was dieting when I worked at Lincare, but guess what? Fucking Zach's there every goddamn day. Yeah, I'd walk would... in, I'd put a Red Bull on his desk and just yeah. open it. <laughs> why why would you want to diet? Today? What do we why would you want to diet today? when we worked a driving job where you can stop at gas stations and eat oh, pizza every day? Gas station food. Oh, people in, people that are listening, let me know your favorite gas station food. Ooh, that's I actually do... very fun. Yeah, because I am a connoisseur for some gas station food. I would love if people just started facebook messaging us like random gas stations in like towns mm-hmm. all over the world because obviously we only know the ones in maine pretty well yeah. uh speaking of which if you're going through herman maine stop in at fabian they have a very good pizza, pizza. what pizza. about that oh, dexter pizza almost as good as the dexter one. Oh, that's true dexter had a stuffed crust <clears throat> pizza that you could literally buy a buy slice, slice of stuff yeah, you could buy a slice of stuffed crust pizza out of one of the little, like, it was cheated circle round machine things. And it was cheap. It wasn't like, you know, you're paying for Yeah, it was like two fifty or something. Yeah. Yep. Oh, That's a Red this Bull. Is a, this is a great so, time to talk about our app idea, too, you know, where we were going to play gas station foods in the bathroom. That, now. Never that's mind. true. That's all right. Story. <laughs> we're, um, all right. So, guys, we we're know kidding. you're here for Dungeons & Dragons, but... Sharks, let me pitch you my investment. <laughs> Ooh, Joe so, hasn't heard this yet, so this is perfect. That's true. We are going to create an app where mostly drivers, but like, you know, anybody can do it if they want to. If you're in there taking road trips, maybe you're like, you know, a truck driver or, you know, we delivered oxygen or whatever. But I think there should be an app where people can go in and rate the food that people have. They can like, We'll have like a checklist so you can check off like if they have pizza and chicken and like chicken sandwiches and stuff like that, whether they serve breakfast, because that's a big thing for us because we used to have yes. to leave the office early and stuff. But the biggest thing is rating the bathroom and how yes. easy it is to use it. Like if it has one of those bullshit keys you have to go find or if, if it's like a weird. A bathroom. Exactly. Um, also in the app, we were going to mark sides of the road that it's easy to pull off and pee in. So that if you ever have to like, you know, go on a long road trip or you have a big run or something like that, you know, there's a nice stretch of land coming up where you can pull over and just do your business on the side of the road. So sharks, we're asking for a hundred thousand dollars at a 10% <laughs> yeah. stake. So everybody, if you want to rate our <laughs> podcast five stars, that's amazing. Your only other option is to give us a hundred thousand dollars to make this app. You yeah. either have to rate the podcast and share it or give us a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Your choice. We are or not draw greedy. Danny DeVito. Yeah. Three choices. Or, you know, a fourth choice. Just send us pictures of gas station food. Yeah, or cats. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, well, so... that was it for Behold the Roll. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's just burn, whatever. Let's burn through part one super quick to make sure there's nothing else we wanted to talk about. Ooh, I do um, got something. Okay. Uh... We, we haven't even talked about, like, the... Or, I mean, maybe this is jumping way too ahead, but um, the end of part two... Oh, wait, you said part one? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm glad Scratch we uh, kicked this off with... <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm running on, like, six hours of sleep in two days, so... So part one entailed the bugbear fight. 
you guys found the weird totem on the side of the road and heard the weird whistling. I am interested to see how that plays out later. Yeah, you guys found the missing flyers and like the flyers about Stravin and stuff like that. And then we ended it on um, Silas's dream, I believe. So what's that whole totem about anyway? Just so I don't have to like try later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me actually pull up my notes here and I'll just <laughs> read them to you verbatim. I'd appreciate that. You know, so are we talking you know. about the other cave yet? Because that's what I was talking going to talk about. I was just making sure there wasn't anything else you guys wanted to touch on about uh, part one. one. And we can always go back to it. I just didn't want to forget about it and have you guys be like, oh, shit, we didn't talk about, you know, little Billy Green Dink or whatever I called him. <laughs> well, if you're not willing to do spoilers, I guess we can move on. I was going to mention the totem briefly, but only because like I liked that it was included and that we still have almost no idea what it is. The only thing we really know is that it wasn't necessarily... Secretive DMs over there. <laughs> well, our che- I think we rolled for it, and I don't think either of our checks were that good. I don't, I don't mind wasn't. I, I like weird things that like you guys just fail at understanding and then just keep for a while. Like I think it's fun to have stuff that you forget about, and then later on you're like, oh yeah, what's this thing's deal? <laughs> yep. Kind of like Bagman. <laughs> All right, Jim, I know you're all hot in the britches for part two. So what did you want to talk uh, about? Well, I was just going to jump to the end. So if anybody else wants to go first, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. That, that's my but favorite it, part two is when the finished, episodes are over. Yeah, when it was over? Yeah. Could you guys believe it? I Just yeah. a sigh you, of relief. You know what my favorite part of that entire session was? Logging off and going to bed. <laughs> the How about our introductions? They were pretty good this time around. Yeah, <laughs> those agree. were sweet. Ooh. <laughs> I did write something about that. It was the very first thing I wrote. <laughs> I just I just wrote down that I love that our intros are never the same. They are wildly inconsistent, and I love it. I just really liked Jimmy trying to defend himself when I was like, Jimmy Gledhill, and you were like, yo, yo, yo. I was like, what the fuck? You're like, I don't know. <laughs> uh you know, realistically, the intro always, it, it comes down to what Jim does first. That's true. Jimmy does set the bar. I know. Yeah, if if he doesn't do it as Silas, nobody does their characters. I'm just going to come out with like a full rap next time. I really liked the beyond the roll when I started it off as like, we're just a bunch of sad dudes. And then everybody immediately became depressed. <laughs> no became McDonald's in or, this house. Became or where he were. <laughs> true. <laughs> And dropped their podcasting facade. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what I wanted to jump ahead about was, um, so I didn't even think, but you know, Joe or Wolf was driving the carriage, and then I decided to do it because I hadn't taken. Actually, honestly, I don't think up until this point, Silas has taken a point of damage like through these first three parts. Oh, really? Um, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um, Remember that, Jesse. Yeah, now that I've said it, you know, but um, yeah, so I was like, oh, you know, I'll just keep going, you know, like, and then Jesse was like, well, well, roll the survival check with disadvantage because, you know, you have a level of exhaustion, which I was like, oh, okay, I should have realized that. But then later in the episode, he told me to roll the perception check to notice the um, the cave that um, mm-hmm. all the, all the heads were on spikes and i didn't roll it you told me to roll it with advantage 
So I should have rolled it just flat, but I rolled it with advantage because I forgot. And my first roll was a nat one. So I shouldn't have noticed the cave. That's true. You guys would have missed that completely. Yes. Yep. I was thinking about that last night when I re-listened to it. And I was like, man, what could have, what could have been? That would have been amazing. You guys would have missed that entire uh-huh. like religious experience. Mm-hmm. And I would have had. How did you guys more knowledge about stalactites and stalagmites? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Keeping with the soil uh, trend here. Yeah. Yeah. The way the way that it was put helped me memorize it. <laughs> yeah. It's the only That's way true. I can remember. <laughs> what did we learn that from? Was it Adventure Zone? I think so, or something like that. One of the things that made me laugh harder than almost anything listening back to this podcast, it could have been because I was really tired, or it's because Joe just has a knack for saying things that absolutely befuddle me, is when I ask, I don't remember what it was for, and I asked him simply what he rolled, and he says, I rolled an eight. Well, at least an eight. And there's just a long pause. Everyone's like, the fuck do you mean at least an eight? What's it at most? And then there's another pause and he goes, it's at most an eight. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, but that just really tickled me. Yeah, I think you rolled like three eights that episode. Oh yeah, I rolled a lot of eights and a lot of, I think it's either threes. I think you rolled a lot of threes that turned into eights. At least three. At least. Yeah, at least a three. Yeah. <laughs> that was just so funny. Joe, what'd you roll? I rolled an eight. At least an eight. Well, what do you mean? Did you not add your stuff? What's it at most? It's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I, I can't say this for certain, but what I think happened is that I added something to it and then I was trying to add more to it. I don't know what I was doing. Never mind. I got nothing. I can't justify that. I was going to try. Yeah, I, think I, what, I think what happened is you just said at least an eight. And then <laughs> had to back yourself out of that corner. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. No coming out of that corner. Yeah. Well, oh, you know what? I I got to call myself out again because I messed up a, a little, you know, I don't know what to call it. A little shot in the foot, but um, hey, we were all cleaning. <laughs> a little arrow in the foot, you know, as yeah. they say. Um but we were all cleaning up the cave and we were all doing our own things to kind of help. And I said, I cast minor illusion to um, kind of make the scent not so like dead heads and gross smell. And that's not something you can do with minor illusion. I was thinking <laughs> of, I think it's thaumaturgy or something. So I, I don't, but you let me have it. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, fair, I, uh, I also made a slight mistake with, I think it's thaumaturgy that I have. I have to double check. Uh-huh. It's it's one of them, but I uh, I lit five torches and technically the limit's only three. So I looked back wow. at it and I was like, "Whoops, what a wow. douche!" And I can't wait advantage. till you guys go to cast spells. Yeah, you guys are gonna go to cast a spell in this next session. I'm like, weird karma like comes back around <laughs> to bite you, and you actually don't have any spells today because you used <sighs> too many last time. <laughs> Little did we know that. A deity was already interfering, not interfering, but helping it lit the other two torches. But I thought it was just me. That is I, did re- I did really like that scene because yes. it was one of those moments that like, like I'm fairly okay with like rolling with the punches, but a lot of time 
I do over prep for sessions. So I do have an answer for a lot of the things that you guys do. But it was one of those things that like Joe said it and like why he wanted to do something or whatever. And then like Jimmy was like, oh, yeah, I was going to do that anyway. And like everybody just kind of like jumped in to do it. And I was like, man, usually you guys are like beating up old men in their homes and stealing their horses and teacups. Like <laughs> That's exactly yeah, Or what killing happens. baby bugbears. Yeah. It's funny because I think we all had the exact same idea for what we wanted to do. It's just Joe got to it first, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed that because it was one of those like actual impromptu moments that you don't get a ton of. Yep. So it was... It was very fun. I also like that um, Silas is not overly religious, even though, like, obviously he knows religion is real because in yeah. D&D there's, like, not it's a, an it's argument against God. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's instead of the fact that you don't believe in gods, it's that you don't worship them. Yes. Like, yeah. 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 And I uh, think... I think it kind of works for Silas too. Like, I feel like he would be more spiritually connected to maybe the to Immersia or you know the the material mm-hmm. plane as, and that's how I feel like I would justify somebody in D anD D who doesn't believe or maybe who doesn't worship a god when gods are real. <laughs> I feel like Silas is his entire life has led to one of two things, and that's either not being a religious person or being overly religious because uh-huh. he has such a like dark mysterious past. And like, uh-huh. I feel like it was going to go one of two ways. Like he was either going <laughs> to like, you know, be like he is now, yeah. or he was going to be like, please, Lord, please make this <laughs> darkness go away. <laughs> oh man. All three of us could have been clerics. <laughs> That's true. It's not too late. That's true. A multi-class. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, you guys finally at the very end made it to Evermore. And I think it's absolutely hilarious that after this big scene of your characters finally coming together, that Joe lost connection, missed the entire ending, and then we make fun of him for 10 minutes at the end of the episode. (laughs) Yes. I was going to – I actually had that written down too because I I thought it was neat because I – my – I lost my voice. My voice – I lost my like last 10 minutes so I couldn't actually say anything but I still had the connection on my phone and like I was watching you describe this mm-hmm. and I was watching you guys do the ending and like and I was watching their faces and it was really not it was really awesome to see like all the excitement and like the different gestures that were happening because obviously I couldn't hear any of it because you guys muted Facebook so it's not like echoey mm-hmm. but I thought that was really awesome to see just just the reactions it's so funny, but also kind of a bummer because I'm like listening back to it and like Zach and Jim are both like very interactive and excited and stuff. And like we do the like goodbye and whatnot. And then there's just like a pause and we're like, all right, I guess Joe doesn't give a fuck about the podcast yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, man, but that was good. Yeah. I really enjoyed watch, like, watching it from a, I guess a different perspective than normal. Cause if I was That's like on the voice, I wouldn't have been paying as much attention. That's but very true. The body language was there. Silas yeah. told you guys about his uh, troubled past. 
Yes, I liked that scene a lot too. Yes. I felt I was trying to find a good time to kind of tell. I, I mean, especially after, you know, the cave and, you know, I feel like we kind of all really bonded as adventurers together at that point. So I felt like it was mm-hmm. a good point, you know, right before we're going into Evermore. It was something I felt like they needed to know. So I feel like um, it's also probably nice for Silas because he has been like so sheltered his whole life that I'm sure having these new people to like, like he's, he's got to be just full of all these like secrets and like uh-huh. bottled up stuff that he's waiting to tell somebody. So I like the second that he like finally finds friends. He's just like, all right, time to unpack some of this. <laughs> yep. Here's all my baggage. I mean, Lorcan yep. listened to episode zero, so it wasn't a big deal. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, Lorcan listened to it about 12 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, appro- approximately 13 minutes after he finally sent his recording and after, like, what, seven months of me asking for it? You can't rush perfection. <laughs> 15 yeah. minutes before that, he found out we were playing when we've known for three days. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the boost of confidence God, right there. I love shitting on Zach. <laughs> me too. Oh, I'm a geez. big fan of it. I hope our fans shit on Zach too. Yeah. Everybody um tweet tweet or uh Facebook your best Zach insults. Yeah. Don't even give us five star reviews, just roast Zach. In fact, we're we're gonna start doing um oh, great. We're having a fucking we're gonna, contest. We're gonna st- yeah, we're gonna start doing <laughs> questions. We're gonna start answering one of your questions on the um beyond the roll for chapter five because we've already gotten the beyond the role for chapter four recorded. So we're going to start on chapter five. That's finally when we're going to start kicking those in. Um, If you guys are up to the challenge and you can get on it, we will also read off the best insult towards Zach that we find the funniest. We'll also kick that in for people that share the podcast or give us five stars or whatever. Are we reading this in character voice or regular (laughs) voice? What's that? Are we listening? Are we reading it off in character voice or regular voice? Um, we'll actually make Zach read the own insult of himself as Lorcan Brightstrike. You know, ninety percent of them are just going to be me submitting them. <laughs> like, Zach sucks. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna be really personal too, though. Yeah. It's gonna be like I I hate how Zach like always gave me the long runs and bed yeah. setups. Yeah. Uh, signed by anonymous. Wow, who who. Who yeah. wrote this really hurtful one? <laughs> yeah, Hot Lips Forty Seven says, <laughs> "I really hate that Zach always beats me in Warhammer." What? <laughs> yeah, right. Like that happens. <laughs> Bastard. Denny's oh, Devito sixty nine says, "Zach, check the Facebook chat." <laughs> you guys just need a Melanoc at all. Oh Denny's DeVito 69 is going to be my screen name for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that, that, is, that is a Man, hot name. I don't even know if I made this pun accidentally at the beginning of this, but Denny's DeVito is hilarious. Yeah, dude. I've dude. never put that together. <laughs> Didn't you make that joke right at the beginning of the episode? No, I just said that D&D stands for Denny's and DeVito, but I didn't realize that Denny and Danny is so close. Shut up. Cool. Anyway, we're not going to top that. So um, does anybody have anything else to go out on? 
Not really. Right strike out. Stop yelling in your microphone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really hate it when Zach yells in his microphone. <laughs> Does anybody else think that Zach talks too loud? <laughs> Is anybody else annoyed that Zach's nose keeps hitting his microphone? <laughs> Damn, that one was personal. That one was written by me. <laughs> so anyways, we're going to see you guys next week with Chapter 4 when our... I don't know. What do I call you guys? Heroes, adventurers, scrub lords, whatever. Right striking friends. Nope. Like when uh, <laughs> when our nope. adventurers, they finally get to Evermore. You guys didn't even talk about that. You excited to get to Evermore or what? Oh, I love Naked I'm covered City. in mud. <laughs> love Naked City. Uh, yeah. Wolf has a strong mixed feelings. Yeah, I mean, Silas obviously does as well i mean it's kind that's of... true none of you like i feel like all of you want to go to the city but you uh-huh. all have a reason not to want to go to evermore yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all there because we have to be yeah but yeah our adventures they finally made it to evermore uh they made it through this whole little trek and i don't know i hope you guys enjoyed the like travel episode, I know it's a little bit um, different to have the two episodes, but like I feel like I don't know. I feel like sometimes it's nice to slow down and instead of like rushing the story along for the sake of story progression, I like to you know see what actually happens because this is the time in the story where you guys are actually going to start like bonding and you're going to start figuring out your characters and shit like that. And I feel like you're going to miss out on that if it's just like big boss fight after big boss fight after get to your town and go from there. <laughs> yeah, sweet. So anyways, we'll see you all. I did have a quick Hassle. question before you. Oh, is that why oh, we oh. were raising our hands? Yeah. That's, see, we raised our hands, guys. yeah. That's why I was laughing. Cause all of us raised our hands <laughs> in the chat. Oh, I so, don't know. The last time Zach raised his hand, he was just like, I don't know. I liked that. It turns purple. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I don't remember exactly what we explained, but were we going to go over our level ups here, or did we do that at the beginning of Chapter 4? Uh, that's the beginning of Chapter 4. You guys leveled up at the end of this? Beautiful. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for putting your hand down. <laughs> All right. Um, James? Yes. What do you want? Your hand's up. I just wanted to say Zach sucks, and he talks too loud in his microphone, and his nose is big. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Eat shit, Bright Strike. What do you want, Lorcan? I just like that it's purple. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week with Chapter 4. Bye. Bye. Lorcan, out. Peace. How do we actually end this? Is it shit or is that the episodes? <laughs> shit. Danny's DeVito 69. Oh. <laughs> oh, we're going to have to trademark another thing. <laughs> Ooh, what? I didn't even think of that. Danny DeVito can be the new spokesperson for Denny's. What if he what? bought Denny's? Yeah. And then turned and he it changed into... it to Danny's. <laughs> What if he changed his name to Denny?
No, that's unacceptable. True. 